0: Welcome to another episode of the ticklish. Hey, don't don't do that! The ticklish traveler. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of <laughs> the ticklish traveler and his travel tales. Don't do that. Yeah, Phil, they're real friendly down there in Missouri. I was talking to a lady one day and she didn't say very much, and I turned around and it was a tree. <laughs> <Cool>. Yeah, <laughs> I ended up climbing up that lady. <laughs> hey, here comes the boss. Well, double dawn again, everybody. Hello. Well, don't forget about old Larry Hovis. Now, I was a very talented guy. He appeared on a show called Liar's Club. That was a fun show. And there was some other shows back then. The Gong Show. Dollar Ninety Eight Beauty Contest. Those are some zany shows. You want something with a little more meat on it. A little more serious. It was 12 o'clock high. And then Colditz and one of my all-time favorites rich man poor man one of the all-time villains Valconetti. well those are some shows for you some zany ones a little more serious ones. well talking about zany i'm going to take you back to a, a dance i used to go to when i was in my early 20s back in Fresno, California. Well, there was a very, very small, cute Cajun woman. Anyway, she was from down around Louisiana. And anyway, I danced with her and I found out she turned 50 that night. So, of course, I gave her a big kiss and I sat down with her and we had a few drinks and she told me, she wanted to see me. I said, all right, you know, here's the number, but don't call too early. I'd still live with my mom, and we both sleep in, just don't call early. So of course, the next morning, there was a <sniffs> note on the refrigerator, and it said, Shelly called at 6 a.m. Frank called at 6.45 a.m. Shelly called again at 7 o'clock a.m. And I said, oh, no. <laughs> I, I went back to that dance the next week, and I told this lady, I go, you know, I told you not to call early. All how I'll about to do So she started spilling drinks and uh, tablecloths and everything, and table got tipped over. So anyway, here it came. I'm sorry, sir, you're going to have to leave. Okay, this guy owned the police, or anyway he ran it, and we called him Chicken. He was just a coward, and he was kind of bony, and oh, man, oh, man. Cousin Dave, this friend of mine, used to sneak in the back. (laughs) This guy, this guy, Cousin Dave, oh, man. I can't believe this guy. He didn't want to pay five bucks to get in, and he just bought a dime for 50,000 bucks. It was a coin collector. I guess he was broke. So anyway, cousin Dave, he snuck in. He said, this guy, this owner of this dance, I don't want to see that guy in here anymore. Mm. My God, you got to be kidding me. So the next week, I went back and of course, I was not let into the singles dance again in Fresno, California. So I danced with this woman out in the parking lot and there was a chicken. (laughs) He was watching us back in the shadows, and I told the lady, I said, hey, let's put on a show for him." So, (laughs) oh man, we both kind of started to take our clothes off a little bit. You know, I took off my shirt. She's kind of pulling her dress up. And man, we put a show on for that. So those are some zany things that used to happen to me at this dance back in Fresno, California. And I hope everybody enjoyed this. And check out some of them shows. They're worth watching. Vokey, everybody. follow.
1: Tune in Sundays on ZBC. Pastor Doral Silverthorne shares his words of wisdom.
2: There is a way which the God has provided by which we can be saved. John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever should believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life.
0: Well, good morning everybody, good day. Don't forget about old Tom T. Hall. He's got some good songs for you. I don't know why more of these travel people don't mention a musical artist. I, okay, anyway, enough of them guys. So, what a day, huh? I went to the library and there was a screaming Okie. A little bit dirty and paint and everything. I don't have an ID. I need to get a computer. Sure, so you're going to have to calm down. Sure, so you're going to have I don't have a computer. I need to get my ID. Mm. So. little bigger than the guy stood next to him. I go, hey man, just, just calm down. I go, I'll tell you what, I'll get on the computer for you and I'll find your girlfriend. I don't want to find her. She stole from me and she took my puppy and she lit my roof on fire. And this guy's sitting there and his face was jiggling and jiggling and jiggling some more. So we walked outside and we jiggled back and forth on sidewalk and he did calm down. His girl, did plenty bad to this old guy. So anyway, manager came outside and she said that the guy couldn't holler and scream and jiggle outside. <laughs> oh boy, he just took off. I did the best I could with the screaming okey. So I go back in and I talk to the gal working again at the library and I'm here in sunny, Nebraska. All right i wanted to know where the travel agency was she gave me real good direction she says sir it's the 26th street she was still a little bit shaky from that oaky anyway she says with her shaky hand it's on 26th street up here and it's across from pizza hut and you know where the mexican grill yeah you know where all those places are well it's right next to the mexican grill okay thank you very much and she gave me the phone number and I go, i don't need nothing you did real good so i found this travel agency And there was an older fella in there and he was just ordering some tickets so I sat down and I asked the lady who was working behind the desk if I could have one of them slice of candies that was sitting in the bowl and she stared at me and she says yeah I said okay thanks Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know I I like to gobble down that free candy because it's free anyway that guy got his ticket and I sat down and I was looking at this lady, travel agent, and she was in her early 60s. And it looked like she had, I don't know what was on her face, but it was just covered in dark brown. It looked like maybe, I guess, glunk, sneeze, crocker puffs all over her face. It was just brutal. Man, oh man, I just couldn't keep my eyes off this lady's face. And she had these real bright blue eyes. She was just a really odd looking woman. So, I asked her about legalities going into Europe. And I said, Is there a site where I can go on all the countries and find out country to country like a menu, ma'am? And she said, No. She said, You have to go individually, country to country. And I just kept looking at that corn flakes all over her face. And I go, Man, I just wanted to tap her face. And I was just craving a bowl of milk. <laughs> so, anyway. We had a pleasant visit and I go back to the library and I said, Where's that girl that gave me the directions a little while ago? How can I help you? A young manager said he had a double mask and his hair was messy and he was sweating. I said, Yeah, that lady gave me real good directions, that that girl a while ago. What's the problem? I said, She gave me real good directions. I found the place, this cornflake lady and everything, and I had a real good time and she gave me candy and it was a really groovy afternoon. Shelly, would you come out here, please? We have a complaint. I go, well, I says, no, it ain't. I says, how can I help you? Did you find it? Go, yeah, you gave me really good directions and I appreciate it. Well, sir, it's right across from Pizza Hut. Uh, yeah, and it's right next to Mexican Grill, like I told you. I says, I found it and it was really a groovy time and the lady gave me a bowl of candy and everything, and she was really odd-looking, looked like she had cornflakes on her face and everything. And she said, what's the problem? I said, ma'am, I found it. It was good, and I'm going to go to Ireland. I'm going to go see some friends of mine that move big boulders and laugh and drink Guinness stout, and eat potatoes and pet his dog. And she said, sir, you're going to have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can compliment anybody anymore, boy what? <laughs> what, what, what a what a morning. <laughs> okay everybody, I just thought I'd share that quick little story with everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Okay. Follow.
2: It's midnight. You're carrying old frothing slosh pale stale ale with the foam on the bottom down a lonely street. From the darkness, a voice barks... Stick him up! You laugh in his face. <laughs> I said reach! You snicker when things get rough. <laughs> I take... rats <laughs> It's obvious you laugh at anything. So wait until yeah, you yeah, see yeah, the yeah, new yeah, old yeah. frothing <laughs> slosh labels. Six different funny labels make old frothing slosh an uproarious party-time gimmick. Serve old Frothing Slosh and hear the gang read the labels aloud. Listen to them laugh. Watch them enjoy the great beer that's inside. Get old Frothing Slosh wherever you buy beer. No deposit, no return. Buy the six-pack or case. Get delicious beer and plenty of laughs. <laughs> you see what I mean?
0: Well so we're done again, everybody. Hello. Here's a name for everybody, Lee Jung Ruck. L-E-E, J-O-N-G, and the surname R-A-K, just look this guy up, very interesting. Well, I'm going to attack those travel people again today, and I mean the whole kit and caboodle of them. I'm just fed up with people telling you what to do, where to go what not to do, even telling you what to wear. Oh, my goodness. Then there's that travel expert. He goes on TV, and he stares at statues and paintings all the time. Well, this week, I'm prepared. I have paid a professional editor to write me a script describing my feelings about these travel people. And I mean, again, the whole kit and caboodle of them. Okay, everybody, here's my speech. (laughs) Okay, on with the story. Unlike other people I like to talk about, who I've met and the fun I've had. Oh boy, this friend of mine, he says, well, didn't you have to sleep outdoors? I says, what are you talking about? Did anybody ever chase you? Yeah, when I was three and four years old. Well, then, did anything bad happen? I go, man, wait a minute. I just came back from Europe, man. I got you a big, thick T-bone steak, a potato, some pilsner beer, putting it on the table. And you want me to serve you up a bowl of barf. Man, what's wrong with everybody? Gee whiz. So anyway, here I go with the story because I like to share the fun I've had with people, again, like T-bone steak, cherry pie, and all them guys. All right, it was at my dad's several years ago, and we had a visitor there, Sally Kustinovich. She was an old Serbian lady, and of course she smoked. that a diamond? matches. I was way across the room, And this old lady wanted some matches. So I was, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 feet away from And I says, hey, Sally, catch. So I whizzed these matches across the room and hit her in the forehead and fell in her big pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I like you, good boy. You're fun. You come San Pedro and come visit me. That's great, Sally. Can I bring my midget and my monkey there? That's very really good. They can play with my bird and my pig. <laughs> oh, yeah. We we had a lot of fun. We were going back and forth with that. And my dad walked in, what's the problem? Hey, dad, we're going to start a circus down there in San Pedro. Oh, boy. So my dad put another log on a fire, and he whizzed out of the room. So I did go down to visit this lady on the beach in San Pedro. I remember... I didn't tell my dad this, but we were holding hands. And me and this old lady, we got along real well. And I had a very romantic time with this old lady. And my <laughs> my, my dad was real happy that I went down there and I was talking with this lady. And I had a good time. <clears throat> well, talking about having a good time, I told Sally. I said, you know, Sally, we got a very famous field goal kicker over there in Europe. Oh, you do? Yeah. His name is Slobodan Misovic. Oh, you funny boy. <laughs> so we had just a lot of laughs. So, okay, I was telling this Argentina-born kid this at the Laugh Pantry here in Nebraska. Okay, you guys always are laughing. He says, don't Serbian people ever get sad? Uh, I threw my hand up in the air. Are you kidding me? Serbian people are just going to laugh in your face they are not gonna get sad. They never get sad. No, I wait, I wait, wait. Yes, I says I'm wrong. I said let me give you an example how a Serbian gets sad. Hey Miloš, die me cigaru, and them I'm boban, them am cigaru. Hey Miloš, give me one more cigarette. There are no more cigarettes, Boban. cigarette. <laughs> that's when a serbian gets sad when there are no more cigarettes <laughs> you have to wait for the boat to come in <laughs> oh boy i sure did have fun down there at the laugh pantry I was jasmina me and her used to laugh all the time and then some of them truck drivers i told you about we had a good time but we had to go in the back because the managers didn't like us laughing Some of the people there they even went so far as correcting my jokes. I just couldn't believe it. This fly came in. I says, "Uh oh, Jasmine, it's that time of season again. Look, here's the first fly. And I looked, I go, wait a minute. I know that fly. I pointed at it. I says, I know that fly. That fly followed me all the way from Hungary. And the guy working back there, you can't be, the flies don't go more than 10 miles. That can't be from Hungarian. Mm. You got to be kidding me, man. Really? <laughs> so I had to put up with that. And then some of the people working up front, I just told this lady, I said, yeah, how do you know I'm from Minnesota? The lady said to me, I don't know. I took a wild guess, lady, that you're from Minnesota. And the lady said. I've never been to Ohio. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, It's hard to believe. How many people down there have no humor? And when I laugh, I get reprimanded for it. Then, later on, the same day when all these guys were correcting my jokes, I went down to Salvation Army, and I went down there to help. And the young girl, she said, you got to sign paper." okay so i did all the information you know name rank and serial number and all that and the phone i don't know a phone address i don't i live in a box and she says health i said, yeah i'm very healthy i can move tables for you and i start to move the table no put them down and then she says eyesight yeah and this yeah and she said you have any mental problems, and I told her, makes you say that, as I started to grab for flies that weren't there, I stood up and started grabbing the air, <laughs> oh, oh! And this older lady come out of the office, and she saw me, <laughs> The girl was just shaking her head, she had her hand on her forehead, and the lady in the office, <laughs> Her eyes were wide. Her mouth was open. <laughs> Some of the people in there that were grabbing the food boxes, they had real serious looks on their face, and were, nobody was laughing. They were just real serious. And me and the girl were laughing. I was sitting there drinking a cup of coffee, even though there's no coffee in the mug. I was blowing on it, and a couple of those ladies that were sitting next to me, man, they just had real frowny looks on their face and i said to myself well these people can be who they are these serious people and i'm just gonna laugh and have a good time and share these stories with everybody and <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed this and just have a jolly good time out there and just live it up because i sure the hell am okay everybody Fala.
1: It's all about time. Time and smoke. If you want the ultimate experience, time is, time is you know, it's irrelevant. My brother and I were talking, and we've, we've done barbecue our whole lives. Uh, we always had wing night, and we'd watch Cheers it was fun, we always had different competitions and then we had rib competitions. And, and then uh, I bought a food truck and uh, the opportunity came and it's like, what are we gonna do with this truck? When you see barbecue, you know what you're getting, you know you're getting barbecue. So uh, we changed the whole concept at the restaurant to match the food truck. I've been in restaurants for 30 years and also we get the truck and when I'm at these events, everyone is happy there's not a sad person out there you know they're coming out they're not like bumming out they're being there they're happy that they are places you know they're very receptive to what we do I think the process starts first off buying a very good high quality product and then when you're serving it making sure that it's right and the same every time our grilled wings They're unbelievable here. We smoke them in in a smoker over hickory wood for two and a half hours, pull them off, cool them down, throw them on the grill, and you have to have a nice char on them. The char is the key. And then finish it and glaze it with our sauce. These wings are seriously unbelievable. We have different hot spots and cool spots on the grill. So we start them out in the hot spot to char them. We like to do that with our ribs too, so that when you're eating it, you're enjoying that caramelization. You know, it's low and slow. It's the way to go. My brother came up with this idea. It's called the barbacone. Barbacone! We put mac and cheese in it, pulled pork, topped it with slaw. Now what are we going to call it? Barbecue cone. How about barbacone? I think the other people in the other food truck people were like, shut those guys up. We have a bartender and his his wife is a vegetarian. Chad was like, "You know, is there anything for vegetarians?" So, you know, did some research and did some looking around and talking with other vegetarians and they're saying tofu. So, I bought some tofu, rubbed it up, smoked it up, cooked it up, we ate it up. I'll tell you what, these girls went crazy about it. They were just like, "This is really, really good." I think we have a home run here. You know, the sweet potatoes, the slaw, the baked beans, the, now the tofu. The gluten-free person's ready to go and you also take care of the vegetarian now with the tofu. Culture of the South Side is, it makes it its own unique place to be. We just started doing acoustic music nights. So you know, once a month, uh, I think we might be even expanding it to a couple of times a month on Friday nights. It's usually going to be the third Friday night of the month to people come in and have an acoustic jam. Now from seven to 10, have an acoustic jam night. Barbecue, beer, and music, uh, kind of goes like hand in hand to me. Uh, we're also doing something a little more uh, interesting is comedy night. So we're doing trying to do that once a month also. We're bringing an improv group coming in and they bring their friends in and, and enjoy and have fun and, and laugh. Sticking local, on the beer market, that's what people are looking to have. We have a, a it's a bigger brand on there, full pint. We put on their Chinookie, and you know it's kind of like gangling, you can't pull it off. It, people want people come in for that. I'm working with Grist House Brewing also, and we're putting some of their different flavors on. Uh, and people are seeking them. When you come down and experience Southside Barbecue, you're gonna find out to have a good time, relaxed atmosphere, you're gonna find a great drink. You're gonna find a local beer. And on the food end, you're gonna find something that's uh, made with passion and made with pride. So with those three things, when you come to Southside Barbecue, that's what you're gonna experience. And then you're gonna leave here going, wow, that was really good. I can't wait to get back.
2: Thank